0: Welcome, everyone, back to another edition of Cleve and Me, where, you know, hey, it's been a tough tough last couple weeks for us boys here. We're huge NFL fans, as our people know. One being a Colts fan, I was taken out last week, and Cleve was taken out back and slaughtered this past weekend against Green Bay, so both of our teams are eliminated Luckily, our third co-host, Tampa Tones, is still in the final eight. But, Cleve, it's a sad Tuesday. Have you recovered? And, uh, yeah, now our full focus is on the Royal Rumble. We're out of it.
1: <laughs> you know, fans, real quick, just watching that at work, it was nothing sadder to see. I've I've been a Cowboys fan since 2016. I'm not going to lie and whatnot. That's when I really started checking football out. but. Man, that was bad. Twenty-seven to zero, Joe. I'm still not gonna, re- still not over it. Probably won't be over to next season. But I'm ashamed to call myself a Cowboys fan.
0: And it sucks to say that too, because for people who have no idea, they've had three good seasons in a row in the regular season, and then when they get to the playoffs, it is usually a different story. Um, speaking of stories, that could be similar to CM Punk or Cody Rhodes coming up short in their careers at WrestleMania Cowboys have pulled something off a little bit similar at this time, but we move on as we are now getting closer to the Royal rumble. We'll be at about a week from Saturday on the 27th. We will get there and it's going to be great. That's the positivity positivity Cleveland. We can get to right.
1: Oh yeah. Royal rumble is a great time of the year. It's, it's kind of a, Kind of a weird spot this year, you really don't know who's the favorite to win, since we have two belts now instead of one. So you got two, you got so many different guys. You got Cody Punk, Drew McIntyre has been everywhere. You got Shinsuke lurking. Shout out Jinder, he got a championship opportunity Friday, and it seems like they may push the modern, heart, the modern day Marat. I'm so, trying
0: to find. Yeah, as you stumble through that, I'm trying to find <laughs> the men's royal. Right now, on this site that I'm looking at, so um, obviously it could be different in other places, but there's one. A top eight of men who would win the Rumble. Let's see how many you can name. And I'll tell you this. They all have shown up on a WWE screen, at least in the past um, month. So there's nobody completely... Out of the the men's rumble, give me a name, Cody Rhodes. He is at number three at plus 400. So, out of the eight men, he is number three. Give me another name, Gunther. He is number two at plus 300. So, now you've hit the two and three guys out of the top eight. Let's get CM Punk in there. Number one, you've hit the top three. Hey. Your mind's working in some regards today because you just hit the top three as he came in at plus one fifty. Keep going while you're hot.
1: Let's go, Drew McIntyre.
0: At number eight, he is coming at plus one thousand. So that is a good call.
1: Um keep going. This might be a long shot, but I'm gonna throw Jay Uso out there.
0: Right. And we're gonna do this family feud style where you get three X's. So you have hit Half of the men. Or well, I'm sorry, three, four, five. There's seven on here. You've hit four or seven with one X.
1: Okay. Uh, we're gonna go to Rock. Rock has to be. Yes,
0: you have now hit you have now let's hit go. five out of the seven. And the Rock came in at plus seven hundred.
1: Let's go, let's go. Um Rock Lesnar.
0: And I said they've shown up on a screen over the past month at a Looks minimum. Cool. But Brock Lesnar, speaking of him, he should be back for Rumble season.
1: Last one. Uh, I You're know he got hit- a match that night. I'm going to L.A. night, man. He is on there at plus Let's five
0: letter. Go. And so is Randy Orton, who's in the Fatal Four-Way at plus 600. And speaking, Cleve, of Fatal Four-Ways, Um, We have not talked since that was determined. I thought that was very well done by creative to say, hey, Roman Reigns, you're going to destroy this match, but you're also going to screw yourself because now it's a fatal four-way. And Cleve, I ask you this, and I want um, a strong answer here. By them making it a final four-way, did they do that just to tease the fans at a potential loss? Or do you think the title's for sure coming off uh, in some regard? Maybe The Rock interferes. Maybe somebody else gets pinned. Maybe you know, uh, there's so many fatal, fatal four-way. There's not as many rules you have to follow. What direction are you going? Do you think they're just trying to make it seem this way, or do you think this title is coming off at the Royal Rumble?
1: I think this is more for a chance to SmackDown to showcase their four hottest guys right now. You got Randy Orton who just came back. In November, you have L.A. Knight, who's been on fire, even if lately. still seems like his fandom is continuously growing. A.J. Styles just recently returned, looks in phenomenal shape. It seems that he had an issue with the bloodline before he was taken out, and you got the tribal chief, the man, the number one guy, Roman Reigns. So if anything, I think this will... I'll go Roman retaining. I'll even go early with it, but I do think this will be a very interesting type, chaotic type match with four different guys all going for the world's heavyweight, with WWE world's heavyweight champion.
0: Yeah, and uh, a little bit of news here for the people who don't know, they announced too that Roman Reigns will not be at the Chamber. Also backlash, but that's a little further out. But if he's not at the Chamber, I mean you could look at that one of two ways, be like, Hey, he wins the Royal rumble. We're going to give him a break now, or he's not the champ. So the championships being defended at that chamber by whoever wins. And I'm going to take the direction. Cause see, if he lost the title, I try to think to myself, Cleve, who would it make the most sense timing wise and creatively to put it on to me? AJ Styles, um, as much as I love him, I don't think he's been back long enough to where it makes sense for him. LA Knight, possible. I still think a little bit early to have that main title. And then you look at Randy Orton. That one would make sense um, to me out of those three options to have it. But then again, who are you putting him up against and where might you have that go as if even if you put him against LA Knight and AJ Styles at the WrestleMania. That's a good match. Uh, Actually, a great match, but how far does it move the needle when it's Roman who could be doing so? So for that reason, I do think they're making it more for us to feel like he could lose. I just really think no matter if it's Cody, The Rock, or both, Roman has this title, and he's losing this title at WrestleMania. I don't think it's coming anywhere but WrestleMania. Uh, that's because of how long he's been the champion, how much work he's put in. It would be kind of a little shitty for all this work, he'd, even though he's always had help from the Usos, Paul Heyman, what have you. But um, maybe people will call that vindication or karma. But for him to lose it based off of AJ Styles getting pinned by Randy or something of that nature. But we do agree there. I won't be shocked, though if he were to lose, um, and let's, you know, we're going to talk about this more as we get closer, but uh, maybe The Rock interferes and screws him over out of that. You know, there is possibilities of that happening, but interested. Any last notes, Cleve, on uh, that fatal four-way before we move on?
1: I just kind of like the also the feud between Nick and the bloodline. It seems that there's a power struggle going on. You know, he's a new general manager on SmackDown. He wants to Basically run Smackdown his way and then you got the Bloodline who's been running Smackdown their way for the past couple years so I, it's kind of a class of authority that's going on right now you still got the wise man Paul Heyman still lurking behind the scenes the little interaction with Carlito I don't know if you caught it was kind of funny where he offers Carlito an Apple to team up with um, Jimmy and Sokoa so Paul Heyman's still working Sokoa and Jimmy are still getting their TV time but yeah, SmackDown clash and authorities right now. Between the GM and the bloodline is pretty interesting. It
0: definitely is, and I, that's why I love how we have authority figures for these two uh Raw, obviously, having longtime long time, Adam Pierce, and then Nick Aldis on SmackDown. I think it creates for good story-making uh, as we keep moving forward. It can only help to me. It can't really hurt. That's how I kind of feel it. Uh, when it comes to that, and you know, you're talking about SmackDown. We brought up Roman Reigns in that. I believe. Okay, so this week they'll have a contract signing. All four men. Uh, Logan Paul will be on the Kevin Owens show. And that is what they have previewed for the most. I think we might have a women's tag team match too. which shout out, they've been doing more women's tag team stuff, which I do really like, but. We'll get that on this Friday's show Is me and Cleaver coming in hot and heavy. And then the pay-per-view is a week from Saturday on the 27th. So that means that, that will be in St. Petersburg, Florida at Tampa Bay Ray Stadium. Next, we'll have two more shows between now and then, not counting this one. So we'll probably do one preview and prediction show, and then we'll have one miscellaneous updates on everything that we cover with SmackDown and the go home episode. So be on the look for a couple more Be the look for Tampa tones and a couple other guests as well as we hit it as we get towards the playoffs, really end of the regular season is Royal Rumble. And then now from February through the beginning of April, we hit the wrestling playoffs Uh, Cleve though. Speaking of, you know, one guy who's going to be involved some way or another Seth Rollins, won his title match against Jinder Mahal. No, there was no cash in like some predicted with Damian Priest. We don't know the significant just yet of Rollins' injury, but we're hoping it's short-term because Cleve, let's say Seth Rollins has to miss four to six months. That knocks him completely out of WrestleMania, and that knocks out what we would think would happen between CM Punk and Seth Rollins potentially being in a huge match. Um, if he were to be injured, let's say big time and he had to drop the title and then they might have to do a tournament. What, whatever, what happens, um, who would you like to, to cover the slack most? Would you like it to be Drew McIntyre? Who's been chomping at the bit. Would you like it to be Cody Rhodes? Uh, we have obviously CM Punk. Those are probably the three names that would get closest to the title Um, at this time. I mean, you have plenty of other people. Of course, the judgment day plays a big factor always on Monday night, Raw, but we're if, and we're not saying it is, but if it's a longer term injury, how would you go about handling um, world heavyweight championship? And then CM Punk not getting that opportunity, maybe where they were lining the stars against Seth Rollins.
1: I'm going to go in a different direction, Joe. If the injury is severe where he cannot defend the championship belt, then what perfect time than the Royal Rumble to do this? This has happened two times in Royal Rumble history. 92, Ric Flair wins the WWE champ, WWF champion at the time. And then in 2016, Triple H wins the championship belt at the Royal Rumble. So if anything, you can d- – literally make the royal Rumble about the vacant world's heavyweight champion where whoever wins it becomes the world's heavyweight champion and then also with the whole the guy that gets the opportunity for Roman you can just have the final two the guy that finished second can end up going to challenge Roman or that's what the elimination chamber is for next month but I like that idea honestly if he can't defend it and instead of just throwing people together or this and that putting the belt on someone just put it up in the royal Rumble let everybody get a shot at it.
0: I don't mind. It is interesting because that person usually becomes a contender, have that one become the champion. And like you said, it's been done a couple of times. I would not mind that I didn't even think of that off the top of my head. I do like your thought there. I'm trying to see. I guess the only negative then would be um, we're not having the, even though we always can assume for the most part, but the suspense of who the winner of the Royal Rumble will Challenge, But at the same time, we know how SmackDown's going with The Rock being back in Roman Reigns and stuff. So I'm not against that. Um, The only back draw, like I said, is you, you lose a little bit of suspense. But at the same time, if they have to think of something on the fly and move away from Seth Rollins being the championship, which, again, maybe we just wasted a few minutes of all the fans' times. Maybe there's nothing to it at all but we like to think out what could be possible and we wish him the best. Another injury that happened was Cora Jade on uh, NXT. She's going to be out for a while. We already know that. So our thoughts and prayers are out to her. There uh, is, you know, you never want to see any injuries and then shout out to Hulk Hogan, who, you know, he's had his good and bad times, not in wrestling and in the media, but he, him and his son helped save somebody's life and a bad had a car accident they're a big help there. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out on that. Well, let's keep moving right along. Cleve, you brought up, to, up this up to me before we started the show, and I want to give it attention now. You had your eyes on when I asked you what do you think, you know, we should hit might not be on the agenda. You said the Drew McIntyre and Cody Rhodes promo. Why do you say that?
1: Well, i say that because it's sort of – it seems at first that Drew's feuding with Punk, and then Cody and Punk had words. So, It seems like we're in a very interesting three-way that's ha- happening right now. You could argue that um, these are the top contenders for the World Heavyweight Champion, not counting Damian Priest, which, real quick, when is he going to cash it in? I mean, he's had so many opportunities to cash the briefcase, and it just seems like at this point, he's going to be the guy that holds it and never cash in or lose it. But for the most part, I think Drew, Cody and Punk are the biggest threat to Rollins' World Heavyweight Champion. And I sort of like the promos that's going on between these three guys sort of getting them familiar. And each one has the same goal to headline WrestleMania and win the World's Heavyweight Champion.
0: Yeah. And you know, Cody got him good because Drew was saying a lot of things, talking. And, and there, before Drew left the company, his last match was against Cody Rhodes the first time around. And Cody goes, I beat you in that one. Don't forget it. So uh, there is some history there. I do love how they're keeping things open. As we said, if you never know what happens with injuries, but you never know what direction you might go. And they're doing a really good job on Raw and SmackDown, I believe, of having multiple people be up there. We already have the Fatal 4-Way set up on SmackDown between Orton, Roman, Siles, and Knight. And now, even though we don't have a Fatal 4-Way set up, you have these four men of Seth, Cody, Drew, and CM Punk all in that limelight. So I like how they're leaving things open, you know, and we'll just see what happens along the way. That's the most exciting part about this time. And I cannot wait to see who ends up in those matches at WrestleMania and not. And then on top of that, who comes out literally as the champion? Okay, so far a lot covered. I do want to get to TNA hard to kill pay-per-view. That was one of their best in a while. Um, Now, I think viewed in the stadium with ticket sales and then on TV. But Cleve, before we do that, and then I want to bring up a random WrestleMania and see I'm going to pick the mind of Cleveland and see how much he remembers from a random WrestleMania I choose. But before we do so, you brought up Drew and Cody on Raw. I want to bring up two women on Raw, Rhea and Becky Lynch. Cleveland talked about it many times. This is the one matchup we have not seen for the title yet that is big time. Um, You know, it is truly the best of a few years versus the best of the last couple of years. It's not, it's not like it's Trish versus Becky where you have one who's coming back for part-time. No, no. No, no. This is two heavy hitters. Becky Lynch, who is in her prime, maybe in the second half of it, but still there. And then Rhea Ripley, who is in the first part and on a run that has not been stopped for a long time. I thought it was awesome how Becky said, I want you at Mania. I don't know, Cleve, if that means Becky will win the Royal Rumble. But um it totally seems like at least they're gonna you do you think it happens at Mania finally? Is this the time they just teasing it? What what do you what's your thought?
1: I think you're building toward Mania. You have Rhea, who you mentioned, has been on a hot streak. She has dominated the women's division, she has made people look at the women's division a lot different than how we're used to looking at it. I mean She's been through uh, everybody on Raw, it seems like at the moment, and I think WWE did a wise move with Becky sort of separating her from the main event picture, putting her in different feuds and whatnot, and as they get toward the big season, boom, now we got Becky back in the main title picture, especially when you got the Queen Charlotte Flair out for almost a year, so it's like Becky's really the big name left, and like you mentioned, her and Rhea has never had a match, so I think you would... This is definitely a WrestleMania-worthy match that you have to say for Mania.
0: Yeah, and people who forget, Becky Lynch and her husband both won the Royal Rumble in 2019 in Phoenix, Arizona, before they both won at WrestleMania, which I was in attendance for. Uh, Cleveland, though, since we brought up the woman, let's talk about their ads. You did really good with the men. We have one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven women. On the top odds list of this site. Let's see how you do. Give me a woman and we'll see if you have her near the top. Bianca. Bianca Belair comes in at number five out of seven at plus
1: 900. Sasha.
0: Sasha Banks. And she is not on this list. Everybody on this list is a current superstar. So they wow, must okay. be going with that. So you hit your first eh, of the night. Jay Cargo. She is coming in at number three at plus 300. You're going to throw alongside Bailey. Bailey comes in at number two at plus 250. So you have two X's left and you've hit one, two, three so far.
1: And you said they're all with, on the roster, correct? Yes. Ooh. Oh, Becky. Well,
0: Becky Obvious won the favorite at plus 200. Ooh. We just talked about her, is she so is the four, leader. Four out of seven. And I'll give you a hint. The other three are on Monday. Uh, two are on Warhol. One is on SmackDown. I'm going to go Nia Jax. Nia Jax comes in at number six, even though I do not like her. Hope she loses, gets knocked out first round, Wait. maybe blows a hole. Comes Girl. in at plus 1,000. You have two guesses uh, one to run, go
1: one down. and All you have right. two strikes left let's go shana baseline. and oh, you nice. hit strike two okay smackdown they said they've been on tv right uh this smackdown person has the been suspension.
0: around a long time she is on she is in a faction right now oh um, Asuka is the SmackDown one. You are down to your last guess, and one more. The only hint I will give you besides that, this woman is on Raw. This woman is in phenomenal shape and she is a taller
1: human being, I would say. On Raw, taller human being, phenomenal shape. You know Joe, I'm gonna throw something out here. I'm going to go Jesus, I don't even know. That. I'm going to spin ball. Um, Alexa Bliss. <laughs> and, my God, I said tall.
0: Uh, anyways, but no, you did really good on that. It was Raquel Rodriguez at plus 600. You did really uh, I forget, good. Honestly, I forgot about both, her, actually. Yeah, but on both lists, I will give you that. You did uh, very well, in my opinion. So good job with that. Is that was random. Now, Cleve, um, I'm going to pick your brain. And before I do, Jungle Boy, I don't know if you saw him. He had p- on New Japan Wrestling, and he ripped up his AEW contract. <laughs> so from that scuffle between he and CM Punk, one goes to WWE, one goes to Ju- New Japan. And Cleve, it is a shame because New— for those who don't know, and why would many of you, Jungle Boy always hit home for me because his theme song, As a Face, was our Pike uh, theme song for our fraternity Tarzan boy. Uh, and I just love the whoa, 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 whoa. And once he turned heel, the heel turn didn't really work Lee, for him. Um, I know you didn't follow up, but for jungle boy, who's a great face, the heel turn was not that good because he wasn't quality on the mic. In my opinion, that was what, and it didn't make sense. But then number two, he had the altercation. So his AEW career Went as fast as CM Punk's. Uh, it was a little bit longer, but it is a shame because I was a Jungle Boy fan. Um, so that's the news on that. Now, before we talk TNA Hard to Kill and um, give a couple things that's going on on NXT, Cleve, I wanted to pick your brain on a Royal Rumble in the year of 2010. Before I start asking you random off the cusp questions, do you have any memory or idea what happened at all in Royal Rumble 2010? And the only hint I'll give you off the bat is this Royal Rumble took place in Atlanta, Georgia at Phillips Arena, where they had attendance of 16,697 and the very front person on the cover was John Cena of this Rumble. But he did not win that Rumble.
1: I'm trying to remember. Um, the I, first entrant. Okay, go ahead. I'm trying to remember because there was a match in there. I believe this was the time of the ECW card. Ted Brands, so I believe Christian defended the belt. You do?
0: Yeah. Who did he
1: defeat? Ah, uh, it was a
0: fatal four-way. No, no. You, I mean, this is a great call by you, but Christian defeated Ezekiel Jackson uh, in a singles match for the ECW championship.
1: There we go. Okay, I do remember that part. Okay, okay. Uh, there was also,
0: for the United States championship, The Miz defeated Montel Porter.
1: MVP. <laughs> yeah, I think weird they spelled the name out like that.
0: I know I hate because at first when you see it and then you realize it's MVP. Can you tell me who the singles match for the WWE Championship was that year? And the hint I will give you is, um, mm, how? What hints would I give? Uh, one see. is in the one is in the fatal four way match for the Universal Title, and the other guy is. Not was he has an accent.
1: Okay, so let me see. So you're obviously talking Randy because it's 2010. AJ and, and, and he lost and to this person who has an accent. 2010, 2010. Was that the oh that was Sheamus rookie year actually. yeah that was Sheamus because he beat Cena the month before in a table match for the WWE title and then he beat Randy that night also. I think he uh, did he go to, I don't know if he headlined WrestleMania as a champion but Sheamus was the champion of the year.
0: I will Venmo you $5 if you can tell me who was in the women's championship. And the I the only hint I'll give you for this is one Russell still and one does not. And that's uh, all I'm giving you. <laughs>
1: 20, 20, 20. Um,
0: You will not be shocked by either of the names when you hear them.
1: One still wrestles. 2010, you got to go down the list.
0: Uh, She does not wrestle in WWE or AEW,
1: though. Wait, was it for the women's or the divas champion? Because that was the year. For the the
0: WWE Women's
1: Championship. It was a 22nd match. I'm thinking of who was around in 2010. Uh, not the Bellas, not Nia. The Bellas were around, oh. but they
0: were not involved in that yeah. match. Oh, it was Mickey.
1: Mickey was one of the biggest wrestlers. The female Mickey wrestler. James
0: won that match. It was a 20 second
1: match. Oh, the I mean, other ones retired. You said, right? 2010, 2010, 2010. Okay, so we had Layla was wrestling around that time. It wasn't Layla, not Natalia. Michelle McCool? No
0: way you got it. Did you look
1: that shit up? Dude, I literally was looking at you the entire time. I'm literally in my head, man. Wow. That was was Lay Cool because I remember they won the belt and they broke it up and then that was the whole. But I remember that was Michelle McCool's like top year around that time, actually. Wow, and she
0: was with Layla, and, uh, Layla was Uh mm-hmm. by her side. Yep, and yep. that, for some reason, was a 22nd match, though, so it did not...
1: Oh, yeah, that was the dark age of women's wrestling.
0: And then the World Heavyweight title, The Undertaker, her husband, defeated Rey Mysterio.
1: And oh, then my Edge God. won
0: by last eliminating
1: John Cena in the Royal Rumble. And fun facts about that. Go
0: talks ahead.
1: Real, real quick. That was... That was his second to last match in WWE before he retired. He retired at the night of mania from the neck injury. So he wins the Rumble and then he retires two months later Actually, I love That's the sad. fact.
0: Also another few facts, Dolph Ziggler was the first entrant. Yeah. Uh, he was eliminated by CM Punk. Uh, the longest lasting person in that Rumble was John Cena at 27 minutes, Shawn Michaels second at 24 minutes. The shortest entrant was Matt Hardy of 20 seconds, Mm -hmm. followed followed by JTG of 25 seconds. (laughs) Beth Phoenix entered that rumble and was eliminated by CM Punk. Three ECW stars were in that match. Zack Ryder, Shelton Benjamin, and Yoshi Tatsu. And let's see here. Any
1: other fun facts about it? Well, one more fun fact about it. Shawn Michaels, I remember that because that's when the Undertaker, I believe Undertaker distracted Shawn or something. No, no, Sean wanted to face Undertaker again at Mania because the year before, Undertaker beats him. And he's world champion now. So that's another little fun fact about that year it was the Sean and Undertaker feud going on.
0: I love it. Absolutely love it. Great job. On, I mean, you the odds that – see, this is why we have you, Claire, uh, Cleve. You're just hitting all the good stuff. I did want to bring up TNA Hard to Kill, Dolph Ziggler, Dana Brooke, and Top Dalla – Dollar, dollar, all made their debuts. It was a great success, Cleve. I don't know if you saw anything on social media or what have you, but pretty big for them to get Dolph, Dana, and Top Dollar.
1: Who had it in Top Dollar? A whole lot of lot of <laughs> no, nah, that's actually pretty cool. See, it seems that WWE and TNA have a partnership going on, which is really good for TNA because we've seen TNA Texas. They had their dark, they had their glory days, they had their dark days, and it seems that. Working with WWE, it's sort of a way for them to get back out there, gaining more fans, possibly a crossover-type promotion thing with WWE. But this is a really good sign, especially for a guy like Dolph Ziggler. A lot of people thought he should have been the world champion more than what he was in WWE. Dana Brooks, I don't know. I just felt like like she just never got it. She was – yeah, that's that. And then Tom Dollar just – same with Top Doll. I just don't think he connected with the WWE fans, but maybe he does well in Impact. And it's just really cool to see a partnership with WWE and Impact. Something I don't think anyone would ever saw under Vince control.
0: And shout out to Moose. He defeated Alex Shelley Moose. for the TNA World Championship. Shout out to Jordan Grace for defeating Trinity for the TNA knockout world championship. Shout out to Crazy Steve defeating Tommy Dreamer for the TNA Digital Media Championship. (laughs) I just got to give that a laugh. And, uh, yeah, so much more. They had 12 matches on the card. It was a really successful night, like I said, that took place in Paradise, Nevada at Palms Casino Resort. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what comes out on the full, you know, numbers, but – Good stuff. I'm happy it was successful as they are under new ownership with Endeavor as well. That being said, NXT is on soon. So for the people that listen to this, it will be over. But if you missed it, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams will be fighting on in the Dusty Roads Classic. Latino World Order will be on the show. And a number one contender match, 20-woman battle royal Cleve, I always love myself a good battle royal. How about yourself?
1: Yeah, Battle Royals are really exciting. It just really depends on how they're booked sometimes. I feel like if you just, if you put people in there, you know, it's not going to win a Battle Royal. Or you see too many toss outs, it just becomes whatever. But I think it just really depends on how you book it. But Battle Royals are real cool to see. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and you know, the reason when you get down to creativity with number one contenders match Battle Royal, hey, if you don't have a tournament you want to go or just throw it to somebody, have a battle royal, make them earn it. And this will be 20 women, as I said, so really looking forward to that. Uh, Cleve, we talked many things like the Royal Rumble, the Fatal 4-Way match. We brought up some injuries, gave everybody some news, gave a shout-out. Hulk Hogan talked a little bit about storylines within the inner works of Raw and SmackDown. Uh, let's see, before we get out of here, Cleve, I'm going to – Preview a little bit of AEW that comes on tonight, but I'll uh, talk to me about anything that we did not cover, any wrestler, any moment that you'd like to give up before we get out of here. Because I don't think you're going to say giants suck today with how down you're feeling.
1: Maybe you still will. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna parade on Myron. I'm not gonna clown Myron, even though he was the one talking the most trash after the game, but. I mean, we still we saw the Jay. I don't know if you saw it, where Jay Uso sort of saved Xavier Woods from a beatdown from. I can't pronounce the guy. He runs with Gunther. I, I have to find that very interesting. Maybe oh, you know, Ludwig, yeah, Ludwig or whatever. They yeah. had a little face off, and then Gunther made his return after being gone for a while. So, Jay Uso has never held a singles champion in the WWE yet. I mean, he's only been a tag team champion. So, the Intercontinental Champion, in my opinion, is sort of a a leaping stone into the main car picture a lot of guy greats have held the intercontinental champion rick flair triple h Shawn michaels edge i could keep going on and on with names that have used the ic champion as a platform to jump up to a higher car and i think with jay uso especially has gunther has held the champion and made it arguably more relevant than has ever been in the past with the dominant run he has i mean Maybe I'm thinking too far ahead, but him and Jey Uso at WrestleMania for the IC belt. I mean, that has a lot of potential.
0: I don't mind that. And uh, before we get out of here, I did just want to mention tonight, Christian Cage versus Dustin Rhodes for the TNT championship. Samoa Joe versus Hook for the AEW World Championship. Young Bucks will speak. And then the ROH World Six Man Tag Team Championship. So there is a lot on dial my uh last thing i wanted to hit you with i thought it was interesting mjf's name becomes up in royal rumble rumors um we've already had cm punk and cody Rhodes come over um not really sure which one was more shocking probably cm punk but both were uh epic the next big shock if it did happen to me especially at this rumble would be mjf how much of a gut punch um does it have to be to Tony Khan? Because I have to say it like that because he always tweets about WWE. You don't see, you know, um, at Triple H or anyone nearly as much, if at all, doing that um, like Tony does. How he had his gender comment last week with Rival. But if he saw Rhodes, if he saw, if he saw Rhodes, CM Punk and MJF go over, how how much is that going to hurt him on the inside and bite a little?
1: Oh, it's definitely gonna hurt. I mean, first he lost CM Punk, that was huge. Then no, Jade Cargo first. He lost Jade, then he lost Punk, and then he's gonna lose arguably one of the. I mean, I feel like um, I MJF is one of the biggest stars that AEW has probably produced, and he's gonna hop over to WWE. I mean, that's a, that's a real gut punch for Tony Khan, especially when he's only taking the old guys or the, guys that can't. The old guys are the guys that were just can never get over with the crowd so it seems that it's a win-win for wwe and it seems tony Khan has he has to do something because all his top stars are just coming back to or just hopping over to wwe
0: yeah and i mean exactly i mean they're they obviously when you have kenny omega chris jericho a little bit of hot water himself but many others still have a lot going on there but with tna making a nice showing and things of that nature uh, I know they got Edge recently. He's been on Collision, which again they should have just stick with two shows, not three. But good dynamite, dynamite lined up for tomorrow. Uh, as I said, Cleveland, I are a little bit down right now. You know, our both of our NFL teams are out. Um, our NBA teams don't even look too good at the moment either. So there's not a lot happening, but warheads are held high because this is the moment where we start to hit the start of what we call the playoffs from Royal Rumble. To WrestleMania, Cleve. Any last thoughts before we get out of here?
1: Well, Joe's trying to be nice about it fans. His head is held high. My head is not held high. There's no way I can just get two days over from what happened with the Cowboys. Real quick, I just want to say, fire Mike McCarthy. Throw Dak out. Ooh. Gonna, you know what? Just throw everybody out. But Micah, Micah, and CD keep laying to everyone else. We we got to do something. It's, this was crazy, Joe. Like I was telling you at the top of the year, I'm watching this at work. I'm like, all right, count. Green Bay score, 7-0. We're going to come. Here we go. I look up at 14-0. Look up at 21-0. I'm just like, what are we doing out here? Like, Dak, just, I, I've never seen Dak look that bad. Dak like he just forgot how to play football. Looked like Space Jam when they took uh Charles Barkley in Powers. <laughs> power. It's just like, Dak, what are you doing?
0: You look damn, Michael. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Dude, you know, Jerry was mad. That was the best part of seeing it after the loss. Like, Jerry was mad. John, I don't think Jerry even talked to the media. Jerry loves to talk. And the fact that he didn't even want to talk to the media afterward just tells you that there are some changes coming in Dallas. We still got Trey Lands back there who is a project. I mean, he he's yeah. kind of did some nice. the Niners. I mean, but still, though, it's the reason that I energy. All impressed. right, well, yeah. if you're going to start talking
0: about him, uh, this still is a wrestling show. We're cutting <laughs> your Dallas crap off. There needs to be changes. We totally agree on that. But you know what? We move on. The wrestling community moves on, and we're headed towards a phenomenal Royal Rumble. I am ready for the buildup. For that being, Cleve, this is me. God bless, good night, and let's get it on! I'm here to rumble, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Adios, amigo.